Kumite Radio is brought to you by Supplement Warfare. Visit their website, supplementwarfare.com.au for the best quality supplements on the planet. Use coupon code Kumite Radio at checkout to get 10% off of all orders. If you're trying to get sexy for the summer, if you're just trying to flex on fools, visit supplementwarfare.com.au for the best supplements in the world. Use coupon code Kumite Radio at checkout to get 10% off and support the podcast. Joining me right now is Shane Mitchell. He's Diamondback Fighting Championship middleweight champion. He'll be fighting or he'll be defending his title on August 17th at Diamondback Fighting Championship 6 against Rick Alchin in Adelaide. What's going on, Shane? Not a whole lot, man. Not a whole lot. Typical fight camp. Getting ready. I know that you're into other stuff other than fighting. And one of the things I noticed is axe throwing. How did you get into that deadly skill? Um, I don't know, to be honest. It's just, it was a while ago. I used to just like, bought a few axes just for a bit of fun. And after a while, like, I don't know, it gets addictive. You start throwing it, you start getting it in, and then all of a sudden you're standing there for hours on end throwing them. And that. Um, nah, just a hobby, get me through the day. Um, yeah, I think yeah, it just helps. I don't know, just get away from like the whole social media and everything that's going on. Certainly when coming into fight camp, it's just good to get out there and do something different. For sure, man. You got to have something other than the gym, I guess, to keep you yeah. occupied. Yeah, it's good. Oh, and the hours fly by, like I said, you'd be out there next thing you know, it's like three hours are gone. Man. Do you uh, yeah. put a picture of your opponent? On the uh, on the target <laughs> and throw axes. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I haven't done that yet. He hasn't he hasn't um pissed me off yet right. to do that. All right, all right. October fifteenth, two thousand seventeen, DFC four. You stepped into the cage against Jason Radcliffe. Take us back to the night you won the middleweight title. Yeah, that was that was um that was a good mixed emotion night there. That was um it's intense. Certainly, the having the lad come in from. Like an international boy from the UK, big middleweight, that's for sure. It's huge middleweight. Um, no, that was great. Like, if I can recap the fight, all I can remember is so I'm, I'm always going to look to stand up. It's where I find it's more uncomfortable and it's a bit more crowd pleasing as well to see a guy that people want to see guys throw down. Um, no, I just remember that fight, we were standing, we're going like tit for tat for a little bit, and then he started clinching me a lot. Strong, strong dude, strong clinch. But then I know he seems to start getting to the point where he's a bit desperate for a takedown, which, if anything, just makes my striking more confident. And then, yeah, I just remember it's just one of those fights where it's going back and forward. No, like, I didn't feel as if like I was going to catch him anytime soon. But then just out of nowhere, one exchange is all it took. And just caught him. And done. Yeah, and it's just, I said that was a second round, early, or was it early second round or late second round finish. It, 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 it sort of sprung me by surprise, the finish, a little bit. But at the same time, I know in my weight division, all it takes is one exchange and it's done. Yeah. Coming out of that big victory, what did you gain from facing a bigger opponent and winning a title? Oh, it was a lot, a hell of a lot more attention, that's for sure. Um, a lot more haters. That's, that's definitely a big thing. Um, started getting called out a lot. And I think before those fights... Uh, before my Radcliffe fight, I fought Rapati, which 
that was a bit uh, bigger step up in my career. Once I took out Rapati, that sort of turned a few heads. But then when I took out Radcliffe, that took out a lot more heads. And that started getting a lot of people. Uh, I got a fair, fair few calling me out. A few like ex UFC guys, I don't know, trying to get their way back in, calling me out. Um, had uh, guys who, I don't know, yeah, guys from all over the place calling me out. But then at the same time, made good, like heaps good connections. And there's a lot of fellas out there who never met them in person, but they'll, they'll contact me through social media, congratulating me and everything like that. Yeah, so it was, it was definitely good. It was definitely a big change there. Sort of made me realize it's starting to get pretty serious now. It's always good when people are calling you out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I love it. I love it. it was, yeah, if anything, it's just a confident booster. Yeah. It has been 10 months since you won the title. How have you been keeping yourself busy? Now, well, uh, as most people know, well, from in Australia, is I've got done the turnover to ISO Health lately. So I'm now training 50-50, like 50% at Cardioflex Gym and then 50% at ISO Health. Um, Come up against Rick, he's a BJJ black belt, which um, I think is probably the highest level grappler I'll come across. So a lot of my work at ISO Health has been, that's been helpful, like real helpful is in, um, is in, yeah, just a lot of both defensive and attack. Um, is it definitely a different, like coming to ISO Health, new gym, new style, new training partners, my whole game has changed from now and the nine months. So. I know the only way to really prove it is by showing it, which hopefully I'll be able to do in August. Mm. Yeah, I noticed that recently you got your jujitsu purple belt. Were you oh, somehow man. surprised? Oh yeah, hell yeah! They they they, uh, they struck that on me like out of nowhere. Um, yeah, I only got that a couple like last week. Um, I said, yeah, it was just before class. We're just getting a group photo, and then I don't know. Um, Matt Jones whips this purple belt out from his gi sleeve and. Grades me, yeah, that's, yeah, that was a huge surprise. Considering um, this whole time training, like I do a lot of my work with pretty much like a lot of purple browns and the blacks and that. Um, I don't know, like the whole way through training, you're not, I'm not really thinking, oh, I can't, I can't wait to get my purple belt or something like that. It's just, I'm just training to get better, training for the fight, and then when they pull this out, I'm like, oh wow, like makes me realize, like just from the nine months since I've been at ISO Health to now how much like, I've grown and changed because I can definitely see it as in my ground game's changed massively. And that, that is ground, yeah, my ground's a hell of a lot stronger now. Um, and now that was definitely just a good surprise and same again, a good confidence booster, that's for sure. You mentioned that you're spending 50% of your time at uh, CardioFlex and 50% of your time at IsoHealth. You just talked about the, your jiu-jitsu game at IsoHealth. What about CardioFlex? Oh, cardio flex, but they they got some strong boys, and like a lot of them are still coming up. A lot of them are still young in their fight career. Um, yeah, we got guy. We got like with now we've got a couple of wrestling coaches. We got like uh, shout out to like Taylor, Chris, and Kyle. Um, they're like on Olympic level, so the the wrestling side of them, the cardio flex boys, going through the roof. Then with Ike and they're striking. The boys are sparring. We got a lot of Thai boxers there who are competing. Like. Those guys, like, they're all around. Their game all around is just going through the roof. you got um, the kinds of little Brad. Like, Brad Wally is one of my best mates as well. Um, 
he's only amateur to, at the moment, but he'll, he'll turn pro soon. But like I said, he's got he's got the heart of, of any pro out there, and that um, he'll go far. All round fighter. Can't really see many guys in his weight class taking him on the ground or stand up. Like, um, but other than that, uh, cardio effects got some real strong guys coming through. They're good, strong strikers. Got good, strong wrestling. So there's a big future for the cardio effects guys. When you go into training camp, how do you set up your schedule? Is there someone that helps you up, helps you out with that? Do you have a head coach, or is it just you do it yourself? No, so Ike and Matt Jones, both my like ISO coach and Cardioflex coach, we've already sat down through this. We've gone through a whole like schedule and that. So pretty much all planned out all the weeks, like every session. So every like day and night sessions is all the same every week. It's all planned out for me now. Yeah. Are you more focused on the skills aspect, or do you throw in a lot of the strength and conditioning and you know the technology into your training? Yeah, it's a it's a mix. It's definitely a mix. Um, at the moment, I'll definitely say with the grappling and the, oh, even even the striking as well. There's there's a lot of technical to it. Um, but then at the same time, I know I got to keep my strength my strength up. Um, certainly training for the five fives. If all I do is training my technical stuff or like say pumping out more cardio rounds, I'm going to lose way too much strength. Um, so I do have to still keep my strength up, which which I've been doing a lot. Um. But yeah, and I would I would say with my grappling in the last nine months, um, the technical side of things we've hit it hard. Um, coming to fight camp though, it's definitely a mix of my strength conditioning and technical. What exactly could you attribute your ninety percent finishing rate to? Oh, my so my ninety percent finishing rate. Um, well, I think I'll go back. My, I'm usually like KOs and TKOs um, is my way to go. I do have a few submissions back in my early days. Um, I'm never going to be one to chase a submission, though. I'll take it for there, of course. But, yeah, no, me, it's all stand-up. Like, I look to finish the fight on the feet. If it goes to the ground, usually I'm looking to ground and pound. You know? um, yeah, I'm, I'm all about entertaining. I want to on entertaining finishes. I always try and deliver them. Your next challenge, Rick Alchin. He is a big, big dude. Uh, how does he stack up against your previous opponents? Uh, to be honest, like I said my last two, we had Radcliffe and Rapati. Um, so coming off of them two boys, to me, he's not that big. Like Those boys are huge. and uh, Rick's probably the same as them. Um, I've noticed like the big doesn't – the big look. like It's a weigh-in. In the end of the day, we're both weighing in the same weight. Um, so it's not like realistically he is going to be a lot bigger than me. Like, um, yeah, it, it does not phase me at all, to be honest. Like I said, I've, I'm really used to it now. I said I've, I've had some pretty big middleweights who have got on top of all of them. So yeah, it's no no stress to me as to how big they're looking. Mixed martial arts has many variables. It's all about taking advantage of the weaknesses. Your opponent broke his leg last year. Do you believe? It is a huge mistake to come back so early, especially against a guy like you who likes to stand up, like who likes to throw hard kicks. Uh, yeah, it depends. Like, so I haven't looked too much into it. I heard last, I heard it was a break. I heard it wasn't like just a little break either. Um, hell, good on him. Like, good on him from getting straight back in. Um, yeah, I heard. Like, but then again, like if he's, I know he's his right leg. If he's orthodox. 
keeps that right leg away, he should be fine. Um, whether if he's going to try and kick me with it, it's up to him. Um, if he can go, he can try and kick me with it if he wants. Um, but yeah, you know, I'll never chase. I don't, to me, like I'll be straight out. I'll, I'll never chase it because I know it'll distract the rest of my game, and I'll most likely leave openings and that. But man, if he's gonna, I don't know if it's still, if it's still like dares and the injury's still there, it's probably definitely a good idea of him to make sure he doesn't bring it into the fight. Like I said, I'm I'm not one to just hunt an injury. It's, I don't know, it's a bit, uh, it's a bit low. I reckon I'll just fight my game. And I say, if that injury happens to get in the way, well, I say it's going to be his problem, yeah. How do you see this fight playing out? Do you see him pulling guard on you since he is so strong on the ground? Or do you think that he'll come in and challenge you on the feet? Um, I'm pretty good at my range. I don't, I don't believe he'll be able to pull guard on me. Mm. Um, I'd say he'll have a rough time pulling guard on me, that's for sure. Um... Yeah, I don't know. See, that's the thing as well. Coming off his injury, I don't know how good his shooting's going to be. Um, he might more look into his big body, so he might look more to pressure me, try and like try and get me backed up against the cage. Um, but all of these, like I said, I work with well. As in, the guys down at ISO, they're all great grapplers, they're great wrestlers, they're great clinchers. Um, so none of these really, I don't know, like the whole takedown aspect doesn't really fear me at all. Um, many ways to take a guy down. But I don't know. I think he's he's definitely going to have trouble trying to get me down. When you envision this fight in your mind, what do you see? In the fight? Yeah. Um, oh, I can, I can definitely see, like, the control. I, can, I'll, I'll, I believe I'll have the control of the fight. Um, is it, uh, I think he, he looked to stand and traded most of his fights that I've seen. He has stood up and traded, which... Yeah, I love that. Like, that's good. That's what the crowd want to see. That's what everyone wants to see. Um, he's not scared, which is, yeah, like I said, it's the crowd pleaser right there. And that's the type of fights I like fighting. I don't want to fight these guys who are just going to desperately grind on me. And um, like, whether I win or lose, like I said, I'm, I want it to be a crowd pleaser and that. So Rick looks like an interesting fighter. He looks like he, yeah, he's happy to stand there and throw. He's happy to go to the ground. Um but, yeah, I can see me controlling this. I should be able to, with my athleticism, I should be able to pick him apart. Um, yeah, that's what I can really see, to be honest. Like I said, the finishes, I don't really chase them. I just let them happen. I'm always fit. I'm ready to go five rounds. But at the same time, I know it's probably not going to go five rounds. It rarely ever does. Um, I can see me finishing him with a KO or TKO. But I can see that with every opponent I fight. Since you are a crowd pleaser, many people, lots of fans are calling for you to fight at UFC Adelaide in early December. Do you see this as your ticket to the big dance? Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. Um, that's the thing with this fight. Like I said, as much as I say I don't chase um, finishes, I definitely want to. Like, I definitely am looking for a finish. Um, yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm not a boring fighter. I don't. I don't want to stand there in clinches. I don't want to stand there in someone's guard. Um, yeah, so I, I think if I get a good enough finish here, hopefully turn some heads, um, I might get that shot. Uh, that would be the dream, obviously, is to get that shot. Everyone knows I want that shot. I've been wanting it for a long time. But, yeah, like I said, I just hopefully I perform well here and I get that shot.
well, you are the, the one of the top, top prospects in Australia. There's no doubt that if you finish impressively, they have no choice but to put you. They have oh, no man, choice but to sign you to a contract, right? Um, man, I yeah. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking that everybody around you is thinking the same thing, and uh, and it must feel good to have the support of your your local your yeah. team, your local even your local area and around uh, Australia. Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. Like I said, the support is insane. Um, certainly now, like I said, going back to like uniting up with ISO Health, man. Like, man, the amount of support behind us and the crew we got behind us is ridiculous. Is that as in um. It's been insane. It's like certainly coming into fights every day, every day. It's just the support and the help from that help offered by people is just crazy. All right, August seventeenth, DFC six main event. Shane yeah. Mitchell will defend his title against Rich or Rick Alchin. It's going to be a crazy fight, and uh, like you said, a crowd pleaser for sure. Thank you yep. for your time, man. All right, man. Thank you.